refresh our mind on a few things. God told us at the beginning of this year in the areas that he directed us to pray in this church. He spoke to us to pray about some issues at some months. In the month of January, he said, pray for Apostle and Reverend Overman Williams that the Lord will empower them for the revival of this land. In the month of February, he said, pray for a great manifestation of God during our 27th anniversary. And in the month of March, he says, pray for CFT churches worldwide in this 27th anniversary. Pray that God will fulfill his covenant with us as he revealed to Apostle Williams in 1984. And then in April, he says, pray that Lord enable me to effectively use the authority you have given me. Then in the month of May, he says, pray for the government of our great nation, Great Britain, that the Lord will visit them and influence their decisions in this momentous time. I want to help us understand, every one of you who belong to this household as those who are watching me across the globe now that Christ with Tabernacle did not come about by a man just deciding that I want to start a church we must all know how we came about and always remind ourselves so that we will always be able to be on the line of what God has assigned us to do it came about by a divine encounter of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ with me when he appeared to me in 1984 February. And it was in that encounter he revealed to me about the revival of the United Kingdom which we spread over the globe. And Jesus told me personally, for this you were made. If you look at therefore the prayer points that we, we had this year, if you can put it together as a January, you will recognize that the first five, uh, four months, God was concentrating on this house. Let me read it to you again. The beginning of the month, he said, January, pray for Apostle, uh, Apostle Alfred and Reverend Omar Williams, that the Lord will empower them for the revival of this land. Let me say this to you. He has done that. And I'll give you the evidence as we go along. The second prayer that we prayed, which was the month of February, watch this. It says, pray for a great manifestation of God's power during the anniversary. That was pre the anniversary, and it really happened. The testimonies that have come to me from branches is amazing. Even today, I still spoke with one of the branches. In March, during the anniversary, he says, pray for CFT churches globally. 
in this 27th anniversary, pray that God will fulfill his covenant with us as he revealed to Apostle Williams in February 1984. <clears throat> Sometimes we may not understand this prayer point, but something about prayer points is that when God inspires a prayer point, anybody who decides to begin to pray into it, then God will be taking you to unfolding revelations. Anytime God gives you a prayer point. A prayer point is a doorway to enter into an endless ocean of understanding and revelation. This prayer summarizes anything, anybody, that's any good thing that any member of this church could ever ask for. With those of you who have been in the church at least from or before the anniversary, I told you the encounters I had and what the Lord revealed to me, and it covers whatever you can look for. There's nothing a mortal man will look for on earth that is not within this provision. Because on our shoulder lies the revival of the United Kingdom, which will go to the ends of the earth. Alright? Now if you look at that, when Jesus Christ raised the twelve, they were not known. A good number of people knew them within the Nazareth and Galilee region. Of course, they've been to Jerusalem a couple of times. But the focus was not on them. But when the day of Pentecost came, Acts chapter 2, people came from Arabia, people came from Africa, Ethiopia was mentioned, people came from India, people came from all over the world. And God gathered all of them when he visited the 120. And the fame of them spread to all the continents of the globe without leaving one spot. When they began to manifest, if you look at the scriptures very accurately, you will recognize that in a short time that the church began to manifest the destiny, the Bible said, God brought in so many people, both the poor, the rich, the extremely wealthy, generals in the army, people of authority and government, professionals of all walks of life, became members of the church. Converts. And then, the Bible went further to help us understand. Haven't talked about power manifestation, it talked about intelligence. It talks about assets to nation. Then in chapter 4, it says, there was no needy persons among them. Alright? Healing was not just uh, sectoral. There was healing from the apostles, but there were healing manifestations from members to the extent that one of the members disappeared in the brother's lives. And through one member, a whole city turned to the Lord. I'm helping you to understand what is before us as a people. What we are sitting upon as a people. For you to re-identify yourself in the purpose. Though we are global in view, but we are local in operation. That is, we will go global from our local concentration. Acts 1.8 you receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. 
You will be my witnesses first where? In Samaria. In Judea. You will be my witnesses first in, in Judea and Samaria. Then my witnesses first in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and Ottermosen. So if you look at it, that is what those who are doing MBA are just being taught now. To be global in concept, but you cannot take the globe unless you hit from the local region. Saturates the local region. And this is a concept that comes from the Bible. If you look at us, therefore, we started in London. But today, we are in India. Spreading in India. We are in Africa. We are in other parts of Europe. And the voice that speaks out of this place have gone to Arabia, have gone to Australia, United States of America, we are in United States of America. But where we are coming to now, if you look at the prayer points, it says pray for CFT churches worldwide. In this 27th anniversary, pray that God will fulfill this, His covenant with us as He revealed to Apostle Williams. Now, when what God revealed to me is fully manifest, every member of this church can do everything that I do. There is nothing seen in me that members of this church cannot do. A baby in this church will cast out devil, he will raise the dead, he will pray, blind will see, lame will walk. What you have seen God do through me, no one in this church will endeavor or dive into any pursuits in life and fail. You will come with excellence in anything you endeavor. Therefore, what prayer do you want to ask God that is not fulfilled in it? We only need to remind ourselves of the vision. We are called to be a peculiar people. The reason why Apostle Williams has not and will not compromise the gospel this is what you are hearing. Some people may have inspiration to go and start a church. I did not. Neither did I even want to. Okay? Some people may, may get born again. They saw somebody start a church. They start a church. Some people may get, dis- you know, you know, get into disagreement with leadership and form a gang and go and start something. CFT did not come by that. It came by divine revelation of heaven the Lord Jesus appeared unto me also. Only few of us on earth can say that. That is the reason why my building of this house is after the pattern of the book of us. Strictly. No compromise. This pulpit will not give back to worms. For flesh give back to flesh. And spirit Gives birth to spirit. So if you are part of this house, you are global. You are more than what you think you are. Are we together? So therefore, that prayer that God said that you should pray that every CFT branch globally will fulfill the covenant that God showed to his servant, Apostle Williams. In that prayer is the fulfillment of your earthly mandate and your divine mandate. I will together. Okay. Look at the prayer point of the month of April. Then in the month of April, 
The prayer point now went personal. He's talked about the call. He's talked about empowering for the anniversary. He's talked about the global vision. Now the next prayer point talk about you. And what did he say? Lord, enable me to effectively use the authority you have given who? Me. You understand what vision is? You can find it fulfilled. Beginning from the visioner to the vision, or from the vision, visioner to the vision, then to the global concepts, then to your part in the operation. Listen to me. When this prayer is answered, that God will enable you. Whatever your part is in the vision is what God will enable. It will enable you spiritually. It will enable you financially. It will enable you to put you in places of contact. Everywhere God wants this church to penetrate in the secular world, it will position people there and we will move into it. Enablement covers everything. But then if you look at the month of May, then God haven't dealt with us. He now began to deal with the nations, beginning from our nation. And the month of May, God said we should pray for the government of Great Britain. This was from January. This was written. That the Lord will visit them in the month of May, 2017, and influence their decisions in, the, in this momentous time. So God knew that our Prime Minister, Theresa May, in the month of May, would take a decision to call in the election earlier than expected. God knew that the, the, the um, Parliament of Great Britain would have to be faced with a series of decisions that they have to take, which has to do with the destiny of this country. And to us in this house from last year, October, God told us that next year, May, this nation will be faced with decisions. Pray that I will influence the decision. It will be a momentous time, and I expect you to pray. God didn't give this mandate to the whole Christian body. He gives different mandates to different Christian body because the mandate of God, no man can exploit it. It's global all the time. Now you will discover that I'm saying to you that every month we pray, those things have happened. Evidence of it is that this happened. This happened. What about this month of June, of which I'm standing before you? Let me read to you what God said, and you will have heard it in the news today. It says, pray for the queen. And he gave us 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1 to 6. Then pray for governmental rulers all over the world. Pray for the church leaders globally. There is something that was brewing since morning. And this is 9.15 UK time. I think it must have been hatched. Because it was said 
that it will be hashed before now about the Paris Agreement. I don't know, as I'm speaking to you, because we haven't watched the television. All right? But I have a great feeling that the Paris Agreement will be suspended by Donald Trump. Yes, he has. Because we were here praying. I told mommy from money that he's going to suspend it. God has hand in it. God's children under heaven must hear what I'm saying. God is the one steering the heart of that man to that direction. Because God is about to do something on earth. This month of June, therefore, the rulers of this world will be shaken. The rulers of the church on earth will be shaken. It will lead to a season of a quarter that reliance of man shall be dashed. Those who sit on the hot seat, on the comfort seat, he shall become hot seat. Those who say, aha, we have the world in our fingers. We soon find out their fingers are bound. No wonder. So the church, he says, it shall be the month of supernatural wonders. Supernatural wonders is not just healing. Science and wonders. Healing is part of science and wonders. But the kind of healing you are expecting this month, June that you are in, is what we call creative miracle. Somebody who has been diagnosed of an organ, and that organ is said to be dead and packed up, will wake up with a brand new organ, that will be validated by the medical practice that the size is not the same. Because the size is not the same, they will have no option but to say this is a miracle. Somebody who, is, who, who has some disease, maybe degenerated disease or something like that, or a sickness that is heading for death and validly found to be biologically, they will just find out that the person's body is cleared of everything that they have discovered. That is in miracles, signs and wonders. You will see signs in the sky over the world. You will see wonders beneath. As the earth cross will begin to shake. And some will give way for the deep waters under the earth to come up to the waters on the surface. It will look like forming a tributary in the city that it shall affect. It shall be known as the judgment of God to the old city dedicated to Satan. But for the children of God, I see an endowment from heaven coming. In the midst of chaos, in the midst of tragedy, I see the wing of angels spread over his sins. I see a lifting up from the dust of the earth to those who have numbered themselves with Jesus. It is a great time to live. Very exciting time to live. You have seen the work of angels or heard of the work of angels. You are about to see with your very eyes the works of angels.
<laughs> Paul said in the book of Acts to the sailor, don't sail because the angel of the God whom I served stood beside me yesterday and he said to me that this ship shall wreck. And the sailor said to Paul, you are not a sailor. Paul, you don't know nothing about maritime. At this time, there is no, no tide. And he sailed. And when they sailed, they hit the tides that the angel said. The storm was so heavy. And then they ran to Paul. And Paul said, take heart. And he said, this ship shall be lost, but no soul shall be lost. How can a whole ship be lost? In the days where we do not have rafters or dinghies, where it's only the plank, which is the body of the ship, that people could stand upon. If not the hand of the angel who spoke. The angel came and spoke. The angel became invisible, but he was still there. To make sure that those things happened. And when the, when the, the, the ship crashed, the angel's hand was over the waters. Every human being there, who put them on those, those rafts? They all were saved and he moved them to the shore. That is signs and wonders. Listen to me. Jesus was teaching one day and then they said that um, after three days, these people need to be fed. He said, what do you have? They said, we have nothing but a little boy had five loaves of bread and two fish. He said, well, that's enough. Bring it. And then the disciples said, how can you feed the whole nation or the whole people with five loaves of bread and two fishes? He can feed the world with it. After Jesus had given thanks, the Bible says that they fed 5,000 men without counting women and children. Which, if we are just very pessimistic, we could say that minimum of 15,000 people. But something amazing happened. He said they had 12 baskets remaining. Where did the basket come from? Supernatural provision. Because certainly, from the evidence of that story, it's not just 12 baskets that they had there. They had several baskets. But after exhausting all the baskets, they had 12 remaining. I'm talking about signs and wonders. But having said that to you, we will talk more about this tomorrow because we'll go and pray in a few minutes. For you, I told the leaders just a few minutes ago, anyone who wants prophetic word to work in their life speedily beginning from the prophetic written word which is the bible and the utterances that come out which is prophetic utterance the reason why some read the bible and it did nothing to them and some read the bible and they have manifestations the reason why some pray and they have good results and some pray and fast and pray, nothing happens. The reason why some hear a prophecy and they manifest, and not everybody under the prophetic manifest is only one thing.
Let's look at the book of Luke very quickly. Chapter 1. We are looking at the record of Elizabeth. If you look at when the angel told Mary that Mary would be with a child, a virgin. In verse 37, the angel said to Mary, Let me read from verse 34. How will this be? Mary asked the angel, Since I'm a virgin. Which means that she took to heart what was said. Sized it up with her prevailing condition. And in human time, it's just not possible. Then he has, she has the angel. But look at what the angel said. The angel answered, verse 35, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. The Bible helps us understand here that for the Word of God to manifest, or for prophetic to manifest, there must be a collaboration between the man and the Holy Spirit. Okay? The Holy Spirit must come upon you. And once the Holy Spirit comes upon you, the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Then the word that you receive will become manifestation. Alright? Now look at, of course, he told, he told her that Elizabeth even is pregnant for verse 37. Nothing is impossible for God. So, which means that if you read the Bible and it did not work for you, it is not God's fault, it's your fault. If you receive prophecy and it has not happened, it can never be God's fault. It's either you are waiting for the manifestation or it's your fault. If you pass the manifestation. And then Mary said, I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to me, as you have said. Then the angel left. The angel will not leave until she receives it and she confesses it. So, the major difference between those who manifest and those who do not manifest is your heart. If when prophecy goes out, you shrug your shoulder, it passes you straight away. If when prophecy goes out, you are blank, you miss the word, it passes you straight away. If prophecy is given and you don't take it to heart, it is impossible for God to bring it to pass. God's people have been so robbed by the enemy. That's the reason why the devil doesn't mind how much you demonstrate. But the devil, if the devil can cause your mind to wander at the time that God is speaking, he doesn't have much problem with you. He can cause you to remain in one spot for years. But if you look at Mary, in the same chapter, verse 45, look one. Blessed is he who had believed that what the Lord has said will be accomplished. So in another words, Mary is blessed. Because Mary has said, I am the Lord's servant, may it be unto me. So Elizabeth validated what Mary had done. Okay? The statement of Elizabeth was not to encourage Mary to believe. No, Mary had believed. And Elizabeth is confirming that blessed are you, Mary, because you have believed and you will see the performance. But at the same time, 
Something called a dictum is established here that is a principle for manifestation of such. Prophetic word cannot happen to a man who does not believe. A man cannot believe if a man had not received it. A man cannot receive if a man's heart is not connected to the word at the time it goes out. Therefore, I will encourage every one of us, when we go home today, assignment between now and tomorrow, go and get your calendar. Every prayer of each month from January to June, pray through them before you come tomorrow. Pray through them before you come tomorrow. But in closing this session, I want to introduce you to something. What is your obligation to Lord Jesus? What is your obligation to the Lord Jesus? First obligation, Matthew 16, 24. Then Jesus said to his disciples, disciples, If anyone will come after me, he must what? Deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Three things there. You must deny yourself. Tell somebody, deny yourself. Deny. Say to somebody again, deny yourself. deny yourself. Tell him, take up your cross. And follow. I will explain that to you deeper. But to deny yourself, you understand, is to live a life of sacrifice. Righteousness is not easy for the flesh. Obedience is not easy for the flesh. Really, every principle of success are contrary to the desires of your body. Are we together now? So unless you subdue your body to the principle of success, you will live a life of poverty. Even if you speak all the tongues of angels. Same with Jesus. If you say you follow Jesus, he has called you to a life of denial. Many things you love to do, you can't do it anymore. You cannot rob God with your pleasure. You cannot. Anyone who does that, Satan deceived him. And results, we'll talk about it more, is that you remain where you are. Number two, Matthew 10, 37 to 39. Is this anyone who loves his father or mother more than me? It's not worthy of me. As I'm reading it, check your love. Do you love your husband or your wife or your mother or your children more than the Lord? He says you are not worthy of him. You may call his name as Lord, but that doesn't make you worthy of him. You may sing and cry, pray and cry, go without food and water. But yet, if there is something in your life you love more than Jesus, you are not worthy of him. You are not worthy of him. Something that will hinder you from the time for the Lord has taken over the love of God in you. He says, anyone who loves his son and daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Verse 38 says, and anyone who does not take his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Verse 38, 39, whoever finds his, whoever finds his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. We'll talk more about that. 
Number three, I'm talking about your obligation. John 12, 26. It says, so whoever serves me must follow me. And where I am, my servant also will be. Then what's the reward? Shall we read the reward together? I can't hear you. Say it loud. Say it one more time. Jesus said, whosoever serves me must follow me. He didn't say, will me follow me. Mandatory. Must follow me. And where I am, my servant also will be. Which means a Christian cannot go to a place where Jesus will not go. And he says, my father will honor the one who serves me. My father will honor the one who serves me. So serving Jesus is following Jesus. And being where he will be. Are we together now? Come on now church, answer me. Yes. The last obligation. John 10, 27 to 28. My sheep hear my voice or listen to my voice. I know them because they hear my voice. And they follow me. They hear my voice and they follow me. Who do you follow? Who is the biggest influence in your life? That's the one you follow. I will together. And it says, I give them eternal life. And they shall never perish. I love it. No one can snatch them out of my hand. Why? Because they hear my voice and they follow me. That's why no one can snatch them. Come on, let's stand upon our feet now. We are going to pray. is interesting. Let's sit down again. Some people are still sitting down. Let's stand up again. I wonder what a young man or woman is doing late standing. When you grow old, what will you do? (laughs) Hallelujah. If you are standing like a locomotive engine at your young age, like what will you stand when you are singing abide with me fast for the even time we have just a short time to finish this minute because this minute will finish at 10 it's two hours for victory night and we're going to pray sincerely give me hearts to follow you lord jesus lift up your voice and begin to ask tell the lord help me to respect you give me the heart to respect and honor you Tell the Lord Jesus, turn my love towards you, O God. Help me to love you with all my heart. With all my strength.
Give me a heart to love you. This is the month of June, the beginning of the new month. Give me a heart of love for you. Turn my heart towards you, O God. Tell the Lord, I rededicate my thinking unto you. I rededicate my heart, my mind unto you, my body. Tell the Lord, you are my strength. There is no other one beside you. Only you matter to my soul. Tell God, help my frail body. Help my frail mind to serve you the only true God. Do not let the devil deceive me and my household. Pray. The Bible said the devil deceived Eve. My king, give me a heart that will love you. Tell the Lord, give me a heart that will serve you. Let me serve you. Help me to serve you so that you will be satisfied with me. I don't want to serve God in my own way. I want to serve God in God's own way. So help me, Lord. So help me, Lord. You can move about if you want to. So help me, Lord. So help me, Lord. So help me, Lord. Tell the Lord I rededicate my life to you. I rededicate my family to you, Jesus. I dedicate my body to you. Mention all your children, one after the other. I dedicate my grandchildren to you. You are my life. You are my all. You are my life. You are my all. I dedicate myself to you, O oh God. Restore me tonight to my early love. Restore my early zeal. My old zeal, let it come back to me, Jesus. My old zeal, let it come back to me, Jesus. My old strength, let it come back to me, Jesus. My own love for you. Those of you who used to wake up in the midnight and pray before, tell God, restore me, restore me, restore me, restore me, oh God. Let me love you more than I used to. strength. Restore my energy. Let your spirit come upon me, Lord Jesus. Tell the Lord, let your power overshadow me. Let your spirit come upon me. You are my strength. 